Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello there, my very good friends. Before we get this one going, let's make one thing very clear. AEW is not going out of business anytime soon. The title says could, not will. And with Dynamite regularly among the top-ranked cable shows every Wednesday, and AEW generally in a good place to score a big increase from its next TV contract, the promotion is in a good place. But AEW is not failure-proof. And should a bunch of the nightmare scenarios I'm about to talk about today happen all at once, things could get a little dicey out there. I'm Andy from what culture? There are eight things that could trigger AEW's downfall. Number eight, growing pains. A recent report from the flagship wrestling podcast stated that contract rebel MJF isn't the only frustrated person in the AEW locker room. Every single one of us is pulling our hair out, said one of the flagship sources. Another painted a chaotic image of backstage life in the company, which apparently suffers from a lack of structure. Match results and angles not being communicated until the last minute and redundant finishes are reportedly chief amongst the concerns, and these have left several wrestlers in the company feeling, and I quote, very frustrated. AEW has since moved to rebuff this report, but such problems are typical of young companies when fast growth places increased stresses and demands on staff and systems that aren't equipped to handle them. AEW's circumstances have changed, and now with over a hundred wrestlers under contract, two weekly TV shows, two YouTube series, a bunch of other stuff, and an impending Ring of Honor relaunch, it's clear that the way it runs must change as well. Number seven, homegrown stars not working out long term. People like Jade Cargill, Britt Baker, Hangman Page, MJF and many more have emerged not only as fantastic prospects for AEW, but the stars of today as well, getting over huge and generally pushing quarter hour ratings in the right direction, proving that when it works, Tony Khan's booking really works. It's inevitable, however, that at least a handful of the people that AEW is banking its future on long term aren't going to work out. And when the Punks, Danielsons and Omegas have all sailed into the sunset, a lot of them kind of need to work out. Personally, I'm pretty confident that the majority of them will, but ensuring that these people hit their highest level and are fit to carry the company forward year 
years from now will definitely be amongst AEW's biggest challenges over the next few years. Number 6. Executive Burnout Only Tony Khan and those close to him know if the guy is genuinely doing too much or if the concerns over burnout are just a bunch of nonsense. But on the outside, guy sure does have a lot on his plate. As well as surely being the busiest man in AEW, scripting three hours of weekly television and making sure that every major decision goes by him, he has two YouTube shows to put together, media obligations. He'll also be heading Ring of Honor's relaunch. He is extremely hands-on in his role with Fulham Football Club. He's a Jacksonville Jaguars co-owner. And on top of that, guy runs his own analytics firm. Tony has insisted that burnout isn't an issue and isn't causing problems. Let's hope that's true, because at the moment, I'm kind of wondering when exactly this guy has enough time to sleep or eat or, well, do anything else, really. Number 5. Enduring Biases Against Pro Wrestling Discovery's recent buyout of Warner Media threw AEW status on its home network into question. Although Dynamite's objectively good performances on TBS put it in a strong position ahead of its next set of television rights negotiations, which are due to commence later this year. Much of how AEW fares in these negotiations will depend on Discovery's stance on pro wrestling. Amongst advertisers and networks, there are decades-old biases against the sport, which is often seen as this grubby, carny, small-time affair and therefore less attractive as a product. So while AEW not being renewed by Warner Bros. Discovery is unlikely, an executive who subscribes to those biases making the decision could be bad news. It'd still take them looking past the strong ratings, admittedly, and AEW would probably have other bidders as the product continues to perform well, but still, it's a concern and something that'll be in the conversation until these rights fees are solved. Number 4. A subpar TV contract Failure to secure a television contract that isn't at least a minor increase on the current $45 million a year that AEW earns could put the company in a sticky financial situation. AEW's current contract runs through 2023. After expanding immensely over the past few years, adding such well-paid names as CM Punk, today's expenses are surely a lot higher than in 2019. And they might get even higher as people like MJF right angle for more money. AEW should get an increase, given their numbers. But this isn't guaranteed, and tough decisions could be coming if they don't. Number 3. The Handling of the MJF Saga In 2019, MJF, then an emerging indie prospect, but not a guy with a great deal of renown, signed a multi-year deal with AEW appropriate to his market value at the time. In 2022, he is worth a lot more as a homegrown main event star he wants to be paid appropriately, but he has a couple of years left on his deal, while Tony Khan could be holding off on offering a new contract until that new TV deal comes through. It's easy to see why the two parties might be a little bit frustrated here. Now, both stances are understandable, but resolving this situation amicably should be high on AEW's to-do list. Beyond how valuable MJF is to the promotion already and will be in the future, it would send a horrible message if they failed to appease a young star who then ended up running off to those scamps over in Stamford. Number 2. WWE Getting Cody Rhodes Right Cody Rhodes is WWE's ultimate marketing tool for any other AEW wrestler who might be looking to make the jump. For years, the perception has been that if you go to WWE, you might do okay, but there's a good chance you won't be used particularly well or feel fulfilled creatively. WWE therefore needs to get Cody right because if they don't, it reaffirms that perception and makes it even less likely that 
they'll be able to attract any potential ship jumpers. But if they do book Cody well long term, and they've done a bloody good job so far, then the perception changes. Suddenly, WWE becomes a more attractive proposition to AEW stars who might see themselves doing the same, and WWE is richer than God, so potentially getting paid more for the privilege in the process. And at number one, a major talent exodus. Wrestling is still a star-driven business. While the idea that the brand is the draw these days carries some weight in WWE, it isn't entirely true, because if it was, you could put, I don't know, Tamina versus Akira Tozawa in the WrestleMania main event, and it wouldn't matter. AEW is different, however. Pay-per-view buys and live event gates are more valuable to AEW because they don't have these billion-dollar distribution deals in place. WWE earns a massive chunk of its revenue from business to business, not from you, the consumer. AEW stars, meanwhile, make a bigger difference to its metrics as well, with quarter-hour ratings increases and dips more perceptible on a week week basis. Losing a large group of wrestlers would therefore be more damaging to Tony Khan's group should a number of the concerns outlined elsewhere on this list come to life at the same time, and perhaps greater volumes of AEW wrestlers will seek their fortune elsewhere. Or, hey, maybe that never happens, AEW continues to succeed in the way it has since its birth, and none of this comes to pass. Either way, the list is done. 